Okay, so you're um, in this abandoned home, this old farmhouse in the middle of the Poppy Plains, and uh, the rest of your party have basically set up camp inside. They're, they're going to bed, but you're further investigating. Um, I'm assuming somebody has a rope to go down this hole. Herbert's always got a rope. Yeah, Herbert's <laughs> a rope guy. Okay, Herbert, you toss this rope down, and you guys are able to make your way safely down into this hole. Echo Man. flickers. Probably ties it off to like <laughs> yeah. some some uh, some sort of like structural beam or maybe just a heavy piece of furniture. Right on. When you get down there, you're surprised to find it is pretty barren. There's no sign of the lady in the hole, but womp womp. you find or you see rather a a old desk here up against one of this one of these sort of like organic cave walls. Um, so it's mostly dirt, but it looks like somebody had this as like a small base of operations. There's a small desk here. Um, one of the drawers is ajar, and you also see what looks like the side or the trunk of a heartwood tree, like embedded in the side of this, this tunnel or this hole rather. And it has inlaid into it a, a large black wooden door. So like how big is this room? The room's about 20 feet wide. <laughs> and how tall are the ceilings real quick? Well, you're down in a giant hole that's about 30 feet deep. And then there's the 10 feet. So about oh, 30 feet deep. So Echo did oh. like beef it coming out of the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, <laughs> yeah. you ate shit. 10 feet's enough for fall damage, right? Being a fucking yeah. show off. I'll go ahead and roll that damage for you. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that's 60 points. Take five points of damage. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Holy shit. She that's only all had it took. five HP. Yeah, that's all it took. <laughs> I'm going to get my little goat hands and I'm going to look at that desk. What am I looking at? Okay, on the desk, you find some papers in an unknown language. <laughs> and when you open up the drawer, you find what looks like um, it looks like a white mask with almost like a silvery sheen to it that looks like polyhedral almost. Does that make sense? It has like mm. flat facets. facets. It has flat fascist. <laughs> it has flat nailed it. It has flat facets all over it and two little dots. I'm going to pick up this mask. Is it heavy? Um, it is almost weightless. There's also a big bronze key here. Fuck the key. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this mask, uh, I would like to discern it and I'd like to know what it's made out of. It is. I mean, it looks weird, right? It is forged from some sort of um, magical material. Uh, the closest approximation I can give to you is that this mask is made out of clouds. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's made out of clouds. Well, that sounds great. Um, clouds? Clouds. Do you guys know this? Do you guys know what this is? <laughs> it's called acting. It's called acting, No, it's already been established. <laughs> Okay. I take the mask and I put it on my fucking stupid face. Okay. When you do that, you feel like all around you, it sort of like sinks into your face and you feel it like clasp on almost like with a, with like suction. Oh, good. And it's, it's permanently affixed to your face. Oh, wait, like permanently? Permanently affixed to your face. It's permanently. Are you sure? As far as you know. It's permanently affixed to your face. I'm going to try to give it a little tug. It's not coming off. I'm going to like, sort of like, look it over at the three of them. Is it stuck? It's stuck. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Click. 
you turn the key and open up this big black wooden heartwood door and press a little bit of weight against it with your shoulder and it it groans deeply open about a foot into darkness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean we're all in agreement so we're probably all going to step through here and die right i don't know if we're going to die um if i didn't already have it out i'm going to pull out my uh, star rod okay. and i think you did i mean i know i had it at one point I, yeah i don't i can't remember dropped it on the ground kicked yeah. it on a Kicked it under a table or something. Yeah. Um, just snapped it in half. Yeah. <laughs> the darkness is just your regular run-of-the-mill darkness, right? Like, it's not, like, magical. Right. Okay. Yeah, there's light pouring in. It's yeah. not, like, a, a, a dark void. It's just a dark room. It's very dark in there. Okay. Um, I can't believe you were disappointed in my theory. I just pulled four <laughs> years of knowledge It's not really that. a theory. I mean, it's, it's interconnective <laughs> yeah, it's tissue. Yeah. You made some interesting parallels and, and like, combinations of things you know but it's not a theory right i mean there's no conclusion to it even if it was she's yes. if it was all true uh-huh. zach would just never let you know if it was that's why i don't theorize because zach is too deadpan but it's, he was just a little too deadpan this time that's all he, i'm saying he always does that though every time you come oh, up with no. a theory he makes sure to shut down I watch him peripherally. He makes sure he gets his shit together and he deadpans to make sure not to give anything away. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong, but it takes forever to find out. That's true. He's going to make damn sure that he doesn't give anything away. It has to be. So, I'm pretty oh my on God. my game tonight, I have to say. All right, hot shot. I will slap, I will slap you with this tiny hand. <laughs> I mean, that sounds kind of fun. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God. All right, guys, I'm here. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Directly into the darkness without the light. Well, I'm, Echo, I'm holding a light. I'm sorry. Echo yes. listens. Is there noise coming from the room? Listen. There's a very faint sound that kind of sounds like somebody breathing really quietly. Like she quietly relays that information to everybody, so you you all hear it too. Everybody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I, to me, it looks like seriously that the only thing we can do here is just. Shine a light. Shine a light yeah. and move in yeah. cautiously. Yeah, Herbert, like, at the uh, the edge of the door, just, like, holds up his light. See if it, how far in it goes. Okay. Yeah, it, your light shines in here. It's more of that the door feels like it's jamming up against something, so it's just a sliver to move through. Um, but if About you, a foot wide, right? I'd say so. If you are to step in here a little bit and kind of poke your head in and, and shine your your star rod, mm-hmm. um, there's a few things you can see from this vantage point. Mm-hmm. First thing is because of the curved left wall, which kind of has an organic feel, very similar to when you're in the middle of Red Row, in the center of Red Row. I mean, okay. It's obvious that you are inside of a heartwood tree right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see that curved, organic-looking black wooden wall to your left. So you get the picture that this room is you know, uh, cylindrical. Yeah. Against that wall is a curved desk that seems to have been not only made out of the heartwood, but shaped in such a way as to run alongside that, that curved, uh, left side wall. Um, and sitting at the desk and laying on the desk are a couple of things. First of all, most notably you see a corpse. It's sitting in a heartwood, a black wooden chair. It is wearing like very simple, gray robes that seem to have kind of a sheen to them. It almost looks like a dull mirror. Oh, cool. 
the actual figure, their features, they seem to be human, seem to be male, um, tall and lanky. Their skin is, it has sort of a grayed or almost like porcelain hue to it. Mm -hmm. And their ears are very long or I guess rather tall and rounded at the end. That's an ancient human. Anyways. They are sitting slumped over the desk with their hands, palms down on the desk, and their head is resting on the desk facing you. So the right side of their head is laying against the desk. You can see there's sunken, like, wrinkly pits of where the eyes are, and the mouth is agape um, slightly. On the desk is a small blue cloth, which uh, has three pills, <laughs> probably about the size of, like, uh, like a walnut. Mm. Um, so horse pills. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty big. And they are, or I guess capsules would be the better word. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say you know that they're pills immediately. They have almost the exact same hue and sheen as this individual's robe. They are like mirror, like dull mirrors. Oh, I'm going to eat one. Wait, hold on. Okay, you grab one and put it in your mouth. Um, you swallow it. Oh, no. Well, I mean, like, that that was a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. There has look at them first. The, there has been another time we've seen this sheen. I'm pretty sure you did. I think so. Yeah. yeah. There was something like that. Anyways. You've seen Mirrored Rose before. All right. Um, since I'm here at the door, I'm going to listen again and see if, like, if this breathing sounds like it's just some weird play on the audio of the room or if it's like actually some sort of creature that's like softly breathing yeah sorry there's a bit more to this um you don't have to roll um this is just an elaborate description so my apologies to the audience um, and the players sticking out from a slit in the robe out of this thing's back out of this corpse's back are three tubes one red one green and one clear they hit the floor, and then run the length into darkness towards north of the room. They seem to be pumping, or at least the clear one is, because you can see, um, some sort of vicious, bubbly liquid that is also clear into the back of this corpse. The corpse is gently breathing. Okay. This is awesome. So this individual... Well, okay, do you guys... Are you guys ready to move into the room? Hey. Okay. Hey, before we do that, can I discern this... Yeah, if you want to poke your head in. The corpse. Um, What's its primary ability? <laughs> What's its primary ability? <laughs> um, Breathing. I actually wouldn't, um, I want to discern the pills and I want to know their purpose. The pills. The purpose of them is to form some sort of latent connection. Somewhat magical, I guess, would say. You can feel there's, there's strings attached to this. You can you can feel them as you run your hand over them, like you're plucking oh, them. Oh, I guess I'm in the room. Um, well, I'm fucking in here you now. You have to be if you're yep. discerning them, right? Do you say no? Yeah, I just have to see it. I don't have to touch it. I'm in the room. I'm in the fucking room. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm just walking in the fucking yeah. room. Whatever. If we're, yeah, if we're, if we're going in. <laughs> I was just going to peek my head in, but now I'm here. I'm eating the pills. I'm eating all three of them, and I'm smacking the corpse in the face. I mean, I'm just here. You <laughs> off every spell she knows. You can feel the presence of etheric strings that connect to this pill. You can feel the weight of this sort of connection, this latent connection to something. This pill's purpose is to be swallowed so as to form a connection with something between its imbiber and the source of the pills. Okay. All right. Um, I would like to know the primary primary ability of the course yeah i'm just i'm just gonna go ahead and like 
say that I'm stepping in. Yeah. I'm going to put the uh, star rod in the hand of Horus so his hands are free. Okay. Damn, such a good... Yeah, it's a good item. Yeah. Um, Anyways. And then, like, squeeze through the door and get in there as well. So there's actually a light in this room. So your necklace? Yeah, the hand of Horus, it can, like, yeah, hold things. That he gave you, that's cool. Yeah. So you've got a hand in your in your chest. It's hanging on a necklace. It looks like this. Holding a, Oh my god! It oh does. my god! It fucking does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> he put the little hand on his on his necklace. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, that goes in the room as well. Um. Okay. Uh, Gwydion remains outside. <laughs> um. I'm gonna go in then. Okay. We're all gonna die. <laughs> you <laughs> check for traps. Okay. How are you Whoa. checking for traps exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me the process of Echo checking for the traps. <laughs> hmm. Curs- well, a cursory glance. And a shrug. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that she would specifically look for any um, tripwires, like, along the ground. Um, she would look for any, like, magic eyes, any runes or anything on the ground, or, you know, stuff like that. She's she's taking a look around. She's not moving around a lot because she is checking, but she's checking the she's ground scared. and the walls. Okay, since you're since Echo will be the main one peeping, um, I'll go ahead and describe the rest of this room to you now that you all entered as well. But I'll, I'll direct this at Echo. Echo, um, first thing you notice that's trap-like, I guess, would be the center of this. The center of this room has an indention, um, a circular indention in this very center. It looks like somebody's carved a circle. It looks like somebody's carved a circular indention into the center of the heartwood tree here. So would you say it's circular in shape? Yes, I would say it's and circular indented, in shape. right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else? Oh, okay. The you can see the rings of the trees on the ground. That's, That's cool. What forms it here? You would gauge it to probably be about thirty-five thousand years old. On the north of the room, where the tubes lead, they lead to uh, three, I would say, hexagonal pillars of some sort of yellowish stone. The three tubes lead each to one of these three pillars. They don't seem to have any sort of writing on them. They're pretty devoid of any sort of features other than being hexagonal pillars of some sort of yellowish stone. The far right has a large, I guess Echo would think of this as a chalkboard. It's some sort of sleet of slat. Wait. Wait. Good thing you're the editor. (laughs) (laughs) It's some sort of large black stone held up by a wooden frame that someone has used charcoal to, like, draw on. The most notable thing here is some sort of diagram of a large spherical object. Imagine figuring out dialysis as an ancient human and not being able to figure out a dry erase board. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking moron. So, okay, does anything on, like, the diagram make sense to Echo? Roll wit. And while you're doing that, we'll get to your discerning on the corpse. You can't discern an object, right? What the fuck are you talking about? Sorry, you can't figure out the the core... The primary ability of a a dead thing. Okay, so it's classified as a thing. What's its purpose? Um, It's got three tubes in it right now. It's got a purpose. This person needed to stay alive for a reason. This person is a guardian of the knowledge inside this chamber. (laughs) Or was, rather. Uh, They probably still are. 
No, it's dead. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is breathing. But there's no recognition in these. I mean, the eyes are 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 sunken holes. The thing is um, essentially being pumped in with air. So it is, in fact, dead? Or is it still there but in, like, a coma state? That is a very good question. What'd you get on your wit check? 14. 14. I don't think you're necessarily well-learned in this sort of instance. Learned. Um, that's how we say it down here in Yaddle. You got a problem with that? I do have a fucking problem with that. Um, <laughs> but what it does remind you of is the the tanks that you saw in the Crimson Fortress. It reminds you of some sort of large, complicated moving machine. Can I can I take a look too? Of course. Please roll with. Okay. I was going to say I think that at that, that mm. she would probably beckon Herbert over. Just while he's yep. over there, like looking at the desk, you like elbows him. It's like, hey, that's some uh, that's some artificer shit over there. Yeah, I gotta figure out my dice. I never did organize them. I feel like dumb. Hang on. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, so getting over there and looking at the whole piece, and then like trying to figure out um, if there is a movement of thought across it. If there are any particular areas that are separated off, it's like this does this, this does this. Mm. Um, trying to break down the piece as a whole, and then break down individual parts as he can look at it as you would with a diagram. Okay. Okay. All right. Don't roll like shit. <laughs> Well, it's your baby. 14? 14. But a different perspective. Um, You, Herbert Quinn Carver, mull over these extremely complex schematics. I wouldn't say they're the most complex thing that Herbert has encountered when it comes to blueprints. But I would say they're the most alien thing he's ever encountered in his life when it comes to blueprints. Just out of of curiosity, Mm -hmm. is, is any of it at all similar to all of the Athaki technology and diagrams that he has previously studied. studied. In some instances, because what this is built on is not um, necessarily magical, but pretty much all clockwork. Okay. Um, but there are some gaps here that don't make a lot of sense. So you're not able to get a complete picture, especially about what would necessarily fuel this thing. Yeah. But from the implications that are here you would imagine that this thing could, in some ways, affect air and the ether around it enough to lift off the ground. It's a helicopter. In small doses. It's a jetpack. It's a hovercraft. (laughs) At least, here's the thing. You can't imagine what you're looking at to actually be possible in terms of working. It looks almost like the fantastical bestiaries that you encountered in Sandra yeah. about like what if animals worked like this? Almost like a hypothesis. Yeah. But there's some real technicalities here that would back up these ideas. It's just like it obviously wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, this is a flying city. Holy shit. Ooh. Fucking my favorite cool. thing in all lore. Okay, so I think at this point Herbert is gonna be like, oh, oh fuck. Um, all right, I'm gonna take a minute. And I think Herbert like tries to sit down and start copying as much of this as he possibly can. Okay. Using what? Uh, all of the parchment that he happens to have and writing utensils. Where do you have that? Are you fucking in, in my, kidding in me? In my inventory? I have a bunch He's of had this shit yeah, like the whole too. time. All right, I just yeah. didn't know. All right, yeah. sounds good. Um, this will take you about three days. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> you can get started, though. While you're doing that, I'm gonna move closer to the table. Okay. And Gwynny's gonna... Right. Okay, so I don't have to touch. Okay. Gwynny's gonna try to focus on the bean that's got the lines in him and um, attempt to, like, enter his mind. Okay. So I'm gonna use read mind, which is... Um, you know, I detect and read a creature's Ooh. current inner feelings, understanding both their current thoughts as well as their base emotions. Hmm. Okay. This is a corpse, so it's not really a creature, but I'm going to run with you on this because mostly because of the impulses here that are so, so strong um, from this character, this, this once character. Um, yeah. They're very much are you upset? I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> no, Man, I'm upset. So I can't never, read a corpse's mind. I've never you know used what? this before, so I decide I don't like to use it because I feel that it's a, a bit unethical. Mm. And like mm. you know, in the in the newer things we're doing, we're not going to have anything like this. But you know, it's a remnant as we we're working on things, and I just figured this might be an ethical moment to do so because Gwydion's kind of trying to just understand what happened to this creature. No, for sure, he's not trying to force the creature in any way he's trying to just understand what happened to the creature kind of out of pity because i think gwydion feels for this creature because it's right. just sitting there heaving in some yeah. weird comatose half dead state yeah um, and while gwydion's doing this i'm going to pull out my parchment and give that to you okay cool um in case you need it okay but you do do you do get an impression from this okay. and um they're kind of like twofold they're twofold thoughts and they've been kind of rattling around in this thing's mind as a latent echo from its last right. moments. Gotcha. And the first is get out, get out of here, get out of my house, get out. And you don't feel like it's necessarily targeting you. It's just in general saying that to mm. every presence around it, just mm. get out, leave me alone. The other, which is a, a, a thought that definitely came on the former, which is to unplug me from this machine. Like, please let me stop breathing. Yeah, okay. Oh. Okay. Before you do that. Did you say no? What do you want to do to this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this I new wanna... character, like, Gwydion looks up and sees you, he's like, sighs, and he's like, what do you, what do you want to do? Um, well, I was sort of thinking, I have this interesting spell that I've sort of used before where I can absorb knowledge of a creature. And I thought it could be fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't I mean, matter or not. Now. No, I mean, yeah, ha have at it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to extract aspect on this. Okay. Uh, so I temporarily absorb their knowledge and powers. So like their primary ability. Okay. I just want to know, like... What that does. <laughs> well, I want to know... I mean, like, what I'm specifically fishing for here is I want to know why they were being kept alive for so long. Hmm. I imagine they probably volunteered to do it and or fashioned it themselves. But, like, why? To continue, so they could continue their work. Yeah, like, so they could build a flying city. I think this is the person. This is the person that did all this. I think this is... I mean, that's my theory. So you're so extract aspect, you're drawing yeah. some yeah. level of, of yeah. knowledge, right? Yeah. And then you also get access to their primary ability for like ten minutes, I think. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Do you do you get an impression of like what that primary ability is? I can use their primary ability. Yeah. Okay. That's a strong one. 
Um, you burst into flames. I will say you you know that you can do something now. It's on the tip of your fingertips, but you need some kind of dead body. Well, rather, I guess you would need an alive body. Okay, you um, have an alive body. I do have an alive body. You do have an alive body. Um, beyond that, you get some flashes, some imagery. Um, here's some things that you know, right, Great. for a fact. He did not build this city. These schematics were stolen, and he was trying to relay them from a vast intellect and memory that he has. Mm. Um, he was trying to stay alive in order to sort of guard this area so that these schematics would not be stolen by, say, a just gnome. a gnome. You know, <laughs> Joe Schmo gnome. Mm. <laughs> uh, ah. You know, a random gnome smithy. Um, <laughs> he was also waiting for someone to get them, to pick them up. But it would be a long wait, and they never ended up coming. Oh. You also know how to build small missiles using gunpowder and pieces of iron. That's wow! fucking dope. Um, Shall I build some missiles now for later? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take three days to copy this. Yeah. So I don't think we have three days. So what can I do with a living body? I was kind of joking. Um, I would say you can get this done in a, in a couple hours. Yeah. Um, I'm going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I, I mean, there's, say, was I know I would like go to one end of it and start kind of copying down things. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of information, but um, I just turned into a mad yeah. scientist. So y'all three on your own. Why are you mad? <laughs> so what you're needing is um, a body that doesn't have a, a spirit in it, I guess a dead body, but something that's fresh, like, uh, you know, like a, like a recently killed animal. It's almost a craving. That's unsettling. <laughs> yeah. 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 You want to take a look at uh, that robe cloak thing? Are we going to unplug Oh that my guy? god, yeah. Yeah, you should unplug the dude. Okay, Gwydion yeah. just walks over and pulls the plug. Okay. Yeah, what's that going on? You can okay. see the guy, like, you can see his shoulders and his head move and expand one more time. <gasps> and then a next, an exhale never comes. Oh, god. oh wow. Oof. Yikes. <laughs> There's now a hole in one of these pillars where you've unplugged it. Which hose did you unplug? The clear one. The clear one. It's just kind of like slowly oozing <laughs> this vicious, clear, bubbly fluid oh, onto the God. surface of the ground. What is now, it? Which, by the way, is the interior of a tree that's alive. Oh, is it sap? Uh, no, whatever this is, is definitely not sap. You want to eat some. <laughs> okay. Eat. Listen, you guys better start reeling me or I'm going to fucking spadefoot's going up in smoke. Do you have Herbert, any? Herbert's busy. <laughs> yeah. Are you missing any health? Probably. No. no. <laughs> you weren't involved in that last fight at all. You're like, oh, look, a bookshelf. Oh, look. Everybody else is like doing their thing. When you pick up a chunk of this and, and put <laughs> Wait, it in your chunky? mouth. Um, it's vicious, you know. Slimy. Um, yeah. Thick. Yeah. Bruce. Yeah, put it's, that in your mouth. It's kind of like a non-Euclidean <laughs> li- uh, liquid. Ooh. What? <laughs> you know, like the slime that people make all the time. Ooblick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like silly putty. Ooh, okay, I'm going to eat it. Um, Who cares? It tastes like sour candy. Oh. And you feel a hot feeling in your chest. It's similar to when you drink a healing potion. Great. Really quick before I forget to ask, is this jelly runner secretion? Um, has Spadefoot ever encountered Jelly Runner's secretion? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't fucking remember. Roll wit. 
You know who I bet has encountered Jelly Runner secretion? He. Damn. Natural 20 with the baby hands. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's what I'll give you is I I think that Spadefoot has spent not only a lot of time in the Crystal Woods on his own experiencing the creatures there, right? But has also been in the presence of some pretty notable alchemists as of late. Um, Not only the White Lady of the Wood, but also Morrigok in many many ways. Um, Yes. In fact, I think he recognizes this from the concoctions that he dealt with to sort of become linked to this world. Yeah, I think he would have a good idea that this is Jelly Runner's secretion, right? Great. That's how he identifies it. And he uh, he's uh, confident that he identifies it correctly. Thanks. The baby hands coming in clutch. <sighs> That's why I brought him. Yeah, um, I think- it's over. It's over for everybody. I'm going to be able to do things that I want to do. <laughs> I think that with the unplugging, I think that kind of distracts Echo away from the wall, from the diagram, and she wants to go uh, look at the pillars and kind of investigate them. Mm, See, are these machinery, or are they magical, or... Let me ask you, are you touching them? I don't think she would walk up and immediately touch it. I think Mm. she would eyeball it first. Okay. By the light of your flaming hand and being this close, uh, I'm going to ask you to roll wit check. Hi. There's something this reminds you of, but I want to see if Echo can... Natural 20. Wow! Twinning tonight! Um, This is the same material that the scissors are made from. Ooh! Holy fuck. (laughs) Oh, that's great. In a pretty sizable quantity. However, they are uh, obviously very heavy and embedded in the, the base of the tree. The tree has grown around them. I don't know how you could get these out of here but obviously they would be extremely valuable for you know utilitary purposes but on a monetary scale too if you could when you come near and look in the hole and sort of get a feel for this and walk around it by the light of your flaming hand you come to put two and two together that these are hollow as well and there's definitely things inside them however how to access them through these tiny little nozzle holes i don't know also being here you notice in the dark gap be, uh, behind them uh, against the wall with a natural 20 you will see uh what looks to be another smaller corpse looks to be some kind of gnome that's much much older than the one at the desk oh. they are wearing nothing except a utility belt which seems to be empty of its supplies and a oblong how do i say this it's a it's a helmet that's um looks like a smokestack it's like a <laughs> it's like a tall kind of Angular metal hat. Weird. Ugly. It's like a metal top hat without the rim. Yes. It's connected by a a very thick uh, black leather strap that has a metal cuff at the chin. You found a new hat. Well, the the first thing Echo says, I think, is she just realized everyone, uh, don't touch these. Why not? I'm going to touch them. She says they're made out of a metal... Or a mineral of some sort that we've seen before. And Spadefoot has not seen the scissors, right? Why sh- no. Why shouldn't I touch him? Um, I'm going to touch him right now. Unless you can stop don't. me. Why not? Tell me why. And she looks between Herbert and Gwydi and says, this is the same metal that the scissors are made of. So, uh, 
Do you probably don't know what we're talking about when we say the scissors? Like safety scissors? No, like, okay, so um, we at one point had in our group's possession a large pair of scissors uh, that if you were cut with, uh, you would instantly die, your thread was cut, and you were... Yeah. So, um, if it's made of the same material, avoid sharp edges. That's good advice. Which, I mean, you said it's hexagon-shaped, right? Yeah. So there are corners on it. The corners are pretty fine. I think you'd have to really press against them to cut yeah. yourself. So don't stick your finger in the hole. Let's probably. find out. Picks up Gwydion. and hucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right in half. Done. Yep. Gwydion, um, you hit the corner. <laughs> the right. Um, it slices your stomach open and you die instantly. Okay. It was nice knowing you guys. There we go. Yeah. Um, good final words. And snap back to reality. Uh, no, that is reality. That Ooh. happened. That <laughs> happened just now. It's all over. And you let it happen. Are you gonna? Are you gonna keep those dice? Can I have them? <laughs> <laughs> this is well known. Like at this table, if your character dies, you don't get you. you yeah, you, it's you, true. You have to well, give up you your die. dice. Yeah, you so died like, in gaming era, really. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that after the session's over. Yeah, there's but... a sword. I'm actually looking at it right now. It's mounted on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's for. It still has the blood of previous members. It's actually the Gorgaplex executive in the corner with a silenced yep. pistol. It's leveled at the table at all mm-hmm. times as soon as one of us dies in the game. Mm-hmm. Gorgaplex. Gorgaplex knives. Fine cutlery and kitchenware. Gorgaplex. Gorgaplex. Um, also, before I forget, what about this cloak this corpse is wearing? Sorry. Oh, I know we asked about it earlier, and then I was like, actually. It is very much a, uh, it's a cloak. Um, goes down to the knees. It has a hood on it. It is, um, it looks like a dull mirror. You can somewhat see your warped reflection in it. Great. That's strange. I was going to take it off of him and put it on. I'm going to search I'm, the little body. Okay. Too. You put on the, the mirror cloak. Great. Um, give the, the little corpse a, a once over, look for any kind of identifying symbols or Okay. Anything that might look familiar or have a clue to the identity of this person? Thoroughly examining um, them, you are unable to find any sort of discerning marks, save for a small scar on its buttocks. Um, And you do find, tucked in a secret pocket in one of the utility pouches, a single lockpick. Oh, cool. Let's pocket that. Hmm. I think Gwydion's going to go over to the heartwood wall, put his hand on the heartwood wall. Okay. He's going to try to ask one question. Of the hardwood there. Okay. It's going to use his plant hand. Um, Place your hand there and you feel the the plants coming out of your hand and the thorns embedding into the side of the tree. Okay. How can I help you free yourself? What can I do? It needs to see the sun again. Right. It's currently buried, at least partially. What I mean is... Do you know anything that could help me free you? Do you know anything of this of this room? Hmm. I don't think there's an answer there. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Just trying to figure out, like, if there's something we could do right now about it, because I don't know, like, you know, I mean, it's buried. I mean, this is a lot of earth. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? Get a shovel? And I mean, this, you know, there's got to be a way to solve that problem. Fantasy dynamite. This um, very well could be a, a problem that Gwydion can't solve on his own, especially right now in a time of war. Yeah. Well, you could get the, we- uh, the boss man to dig overnight. Yeah. I don't know if he would even. Okay. The mouse man. Moss. Oh, that's oh. true. You do have a small army of laborers. <laughs> that are already dead and made of moss. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I think when we're done here, I'd like to use these moss men. What are we trying to accomplish here, Budian? I'm trying to dig this tree out. Why? Because it's a heartwood tree. Because there's not many of them left. They're important to me. Well, I... We I don't guess have I'm to do it right now. I guess I'm confused because the tree's here. It's existing. It's not currently burning down. Why do you want it to see the sun? I mean, is there is there something that happens with that? Or do you just want it to see the sun again? I don't think it's happy how it is right now. I don't think it can grow. Just like you and me want to stay alive, there's a difference between living and imprisonment. And I think it I think that the tree feels imprisoned. But I know we've got other things to do, so once we finish looking in this room, I could try something. Okay. That'd be good. I want to touch the pillars. Okay. You put your hand on the pillar. There's a cold, low feeling in your stomach. It washes over your whole body. You feel immediately quite ill. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to consider you sapped for at Whoa. least 24 hours. Fuck! Whoops. Sorry, pals. I had um, to see what happened. Wow, I feel like I have a sickness. <laughs> well, um, you know, we uh, we did warn you. Well, um, I just... But if you want to act like a child, you will suffer the consequences. Ooh! Daddy Herbert mm. He's just, like, not even turning around, just, like, frantically, like, scribing all How am all I supposed to learn if I don't make mistakes? Uh, Gwydion's going to take that hose and try to feed Spadefoot more of that. <laughs> cute this is weird i hate every second wait the hose is only connected to the corpse now you're gonna suck it back out wait i thought the hose was coming out of the wall and i disconnected it from the person oh i think you disconnected it from the pillar now since our sap is like well i'll just grab some straight out of the pillar wherever the jelly jam jam jelly jam juice whatever this is put that shit on biscuits yeah, totally. You, 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 uh, you're out of control. <laughs> get it together, Madeline. And in character. Um, you offer some of the, the jelly runner um, secretion to, to Spadefoot. Are you accepting the Spadefoot? <laughs> sure. I'll accept the jelly. Gwyn takes his tiny, tiny hands and feeds this goat person. Well, you don't have to feed me. I can feed myself. No, right? we want this to be awkward. So. <laughs> All right. <but. laughs> yeah. It does seem to do the trick. However. You, I would consider sick. you no longer sapped. I think there is a sort of realization <laughs> that comes from being healed of this. Um, like to go through the whole process of touching it and, and then being healed from it. What you're feeling was kind of like motion sickness, but from your mm-hmm. strings. When you touch that Oof. thing, especially being spade foot as you are sort of more in tune with the ether now, um, especially more than these folks are um, in, a very, in a very pure way. Um, what you're feeling is there's a vibration that comes from this metal. And when you touch it, when you form that connection, it's like an electric current that runs through you and into your strings that come out of you and wobble them, which for your physical body is a very uncomfortable sensation. But being healed even a little bit from something so profound as as Jelly Runner secretion definitely helps you to become more grounded, to ingest something that is from the material world that is very mundane, but, but helpful, um, grounds you almost instantly. You can feel your string go top once more. 
And there were three pillars and three hoses? Yeah, one red, one green, and one clear. The hoses, that is. Okay. Is the red one one blood? There doesn't seem to be anything pouring out of the um, red and green receptacles. But when you uh, look in there, you can see what appears to be a blood-like liquid. Kind of slowly, you know... Well, I guess now it's sort of stagnant inside. It's, it seems to have all fallen to the bottom. It's like a pool of, it doesn't look like, uh, there's a weird sentence, but bear with me, Patrick. It doesn't look like normal blood. And Eat can it. I identify the green? The green. It is, in fact, a green liquid. Can you roll wit? She thinks, I think when she looks at it, it she because she's thinking about blood, so she thinks like, I mean, this could be blood. That's true. She's seen green blood before. Yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah, this has almost the same consistency as E's blood. Um, There's definitely a a more pure form to it. This is like... That's uh, fair. (laughs) It's got no drugs in it. There's no no high alcohol. alcohol. (laughs) Psychedelics or perpetuating. Hasn't been smoking since it was four. Yeah. Echo, you are a blue. You are a blue. Echo, you are a blue. Echo, you are somewhat of a blood connoisseur. I'm yes. going to tell you that both of these things are blood, um, but they come from two very specific creatures, specific sections of creatures or classes of creatures. Lavinland Jeopardy. I'll take blood types 500. I think she theorizes that the green is related to the fae in some way. Right. Like some kind of, it's like, it's fairy blood. Yeah. And um, the red doesn't look like human blood, right? It doesn't look like person blood. It looks like animal and different, something else. There's other things you can do to You haven't tasted it, smelt it, or touched it. Well, I'm not I'll taste all of them. Any of that. Um, okay, so well, you touch blood, blood all the time. Go ahead and touch it. I like, think yeah. It doesn't just get pumped out of nowhere. What is the source of this? If this Probably is a blood. person on the inside. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm just going to our worst possible choice here. While you guys Persons. are while you all are doing this, Gwydion's going to try to find the source of where this is. Coming. He's going to start checking the walls and trying to trace back where this is actually coming from. Mm. So just be doing that. Um, I don't really are. know how you would do that, right? Because obviously, there it's coming from inside the pillar. But your I guess your options are oh, open I up see. the pillar somehow, or open oh, up I the see. tree somehow. If you suspect that there's larger tanks underneath or whatever, yeah. So. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interject. I, no. I just real quick want to... Okay, Gwydion, one more time, he's going to put his hand on the tree and ask the Heartwood Tree, can you let go of these pillars for me? Bruh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. You put your hand on the Heartwood surface and you feel the thorns from your skin dig back into it. Owie. And... There's a there's a groaning, a deep and heavy groaning as the the belly of this heartwood bends and morphs for you. The rings that have grown around the bases of these pillars, they retract slowly and laboriously away, stretching and cracking. And the three pillars are uh, freed. Um, They have a base to them. Um, and they're just sort of so they're not like leaking stuff out the bottom. Okay. Um, they have a floor to each of them, and they're just sort of sitting there now. Okay. And Gwydion, with hands on trees, just says, "You know, thank you, thank you. I know that's hard. I'll come back for you. We will get you out." And then you know, I'm gonna I guess continue. That's crazy. I mean, 
I guess I'll try the green blood first. This is some weird trippy shit. <laughs> Just keep going. I'm gonna keep going. You're gonna lick the green blood? Yeah. You uh you put your finger in the hole and you pull out a dollop of, of the green blood and you put it in your mouth. Um it definitely tastes like uh fairy blood. Great. In fact, you remember this taste from oh, no. sparring with Lionel when he would hit you a bit too hard and you'd feel it well up in your mouth. It's that taste of like hot iron and sawdust and pepper. It is uh it's it's just blood from a fairy. It's which sad. once you were and still are in some ways, but now you're tethered to this world instead. But yeah, uh this is this is fairy blood. You recognize the taste. This gonna, is inside you. I'm gonna try the other one. Okay. I'm gonna do crimson right on the red one. Who's going first? Uh I'm slurping. You slurp up the red blood. Um go ahead and roll a will check for me, please. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Come on, tiny hands, don't fail me now. Uh eleven. Eleven. Cool. And <laughs> you're Echo, <dead>. you're <laughs> that's cool. You die. <laughs> um, Echo, you're, you're doing Crimson Right. Can you remind uh, everybody of what that does? I don't fucking remember. Crimson Right is, uh, well, first off, it does only work with fresh blood. So uh, if this isn't considered fresh, then it won't work. Oh, that's even more unsettling. <laughs> that's um, a good deduction you, mechanism. You've done yeah. it with, you've done it with dry yeah, blood but before. it was a mistake. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it might be coagulated, but it's still wet. We'll see. Um, but uh, it gives me a like flashes of kind of the motivations and the oh. the just the person that it came from, like what what they what they're motivated by, what they who they are, like what they are about. Okay, when you put your hand out um, to begin this sort of sensory magical process, you can almost immediately feel that this is not fresh blood. However, it's not fresh blood in the sense that it wasn't spilt recently, right? Right. But this blood is hot. Um, it's almost moving on its own. There is something to this sort of blood that seems to keep it fresh in some ways. So what I'm going to do is give you a, a small flash. You see and feel like you are in the body of something big and heavy and you can almost see your hands like red skin um, like a deep crimson and then you feel this immense pressure as you're lying down on some cold surface you feel this immense pressure enter into your forehead and go through your skull and you die oh shit wow i'd say she comes back from that like kind of with a start and um then she looks around and says, I think we need to get these open. Yeah, I think so, too. Echo, can you give me a boost? How high are these pillars? Uh, each one's probably about six feet tall. Yeah. Can you give me a boost? I'd like to see the top of these. Yep. She wonder what that looks like. Yeah, and I wrap my hands before getting up there, so I'm not touching it. Okay. Skin to skin. Um... I'm imagining literally like she just like mm-hmm. takes a knee. Yeah, I crawl like, up on you like yep. a gremlin. And then she stands up because Echo's about six feet tall. Yep. So he would be peeking up right onto the top. Gwydion, you clamber your way up on the top of this. Uh-huh. And um, what you see is, I guess like a, how I would describe it, is like a hexagonal um, lid. Um, Ooh, it has like pot. a handle with ropes that's tied in, tied in rings uh, made that the metal has in it. So yeah, I guess it is very much like a much like a crock pot. 
I'm taking one of those off. Okay. You it unseals one one side after another. It obviously hasn't been open all quite a long time. Which one are you opening? I don't know which one I was closest to. The um, green one? Uh, it would probably be the red one, since yeah. that's the one oh, I was yeah. investigating. The red I one. Roll, we'll check you open it. the red one. Um, I'm not touching it. What you find is there's not a lot of blood left in this, but this is definitely the storage receptacle for this, like, in its entirety. It doesn't go anywhere else, right? Okay. Um, it is just blood. It's a little chunky inside. Um, sticking to the walls in some patches of dried blood, there appears to be, uh, I don't want to say decayed, like... <laughs> mummified chunks of a pinkish flesh oh my god it's like pieces of me- uh pieces of ah it's like pieces of meat ah <laughs> amazing yeah oh, it's just disturbing oh it's like you're just trapped in meanwhile there. right behind him echo's going like bouncing up trying to see it <laughs> yeah i just yell back like yeah it's definitely a body in here or was, was a body was a body it's just blood now um hmm yeah, it's probably the same in all of them. This is rather disturbing. This is gross. I think also I'm keeping that lid. How big is uh, that lid? Yeah, it's a perfect shield mm-hmm. uh, for Gwydion. I was I was about to while looking up from that. I think Herbert turns around and be like, you know, I think I could fashion that uh, lid into your shield. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that, and that was uh, awesome. considering what the fuck, the, how, what we know of the materials already, that might uh, make you pretty. Yeah. Pretty stalwart. It might help against Murdoch. Would you be able to make me a spear tip? Whoa, no! I, wow, this is this is gonna be trouble for us. <laughs> that's uh, that's completely feasible, but I don't. I take it back. The lids are iron. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they're made out of iron. It's a different material, bro. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh shit! Patrick's we just show up. We just show up. We've all got golden scissor tight. Like, hey, Murdoch's like, oh, shit. I'm goofed. I take it all back. Yeah. Never mind. Got a fucking gun. I'll just go to bullets. Yeah. I'll yeah. just go to Tex now. Yeah. If oh. it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll just yeah. go to Tex. Uh, Change your heart. Put myself there in the island prison. First yeah. off, what does my will check do before I try to do something else stupid? Nothing. You rolled your will check. <laughs> Fuck you're, me. You're rolling 11. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. Wait, did you fail a will check? <laughs> we don't know yet. This is so fun. <laughs> they drank some ident- unidentified blood. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, um, shit. So, okay, so technically, because I am an ether bender, and I mean, this is basically just ether. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? I mean, like the the gold material. The, yeah, it's like almost no. ether. Okay. Well. <laughs> We're all like well, can the I? most magical thing you've ever seen and the least. Okay. <laughs> but can I use all DMing attack? You are all DMing that. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> can you use what? Can I use ether bending to try to cut this? You could try. I think I want to try. Okay. Holy shit. I'm, gonna, I'm not saying anything. Why? I'm not saying anything. I you do s- you, bro. I wanna, what? <laughs> you do you, bro. What? So I wouldn't fucking do this. So what? I, I mean, like. That's big if Patrick would so do this. Fission I mean, like, bomb like, waiting to happen. Maybe. Yeah. But, like. I, this shit is specifically designed and has the intrinsic property of just fucking up ether. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what, what your try. strings are. Yeah, but I want to try it. 
Okay, so what specific ability are you using? Because you're saying ether. Flay. Flay. How's that work? Um, you lash out with threads, weaving them out of thin air to pierce an enemy of your choice. Make an attack roll and hit the target takes 2d8 damage. That's fucked. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was mine. Are you? <laughs> you did this, Patrick. I did. Um, is everybody staying in the room or are you just impulsively doing this while they're <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to impulsively do this. Okay. Um, because I don't know if it'll work. I think, okay. What if I were to cut the pillars? What if I, I mean, just like in theory, what if I tried to cut one? Uh, I think that. I mean, uh, do you want this material? Is that what we're trying to do? Well, we've got. And Herbert's like still sitting there. He's just looking over his shoulder. He's like, well, I mean, it looks like we have three pot lids, which is plenty enough material to make some things out of it. I think that we should probably try um, any other normal method before whatever you're planning on doing. I was planning on doing something reckless. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I, I'm in a reckless mood. What can uh, I say? Yeah, I've seen. I've seen you drink this anyways. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should try something different first. Okay. I didn't you know, think about could, all three of the pot lids. Yeah. You've been gone a very long time, and I don't want to see you die that quick. Fine, I'm going to put my book away. That's the thing, is that, like, okay, so Echo would have no knowledge of, like, the intricacies of how this shit works. So this is Maxwell telling you, like, I'm afraid it would fucking kill you. Because Maybe. I never thro- I never thought to do anything like that with the scissors. That felt like a bad idea, capital B, capital I. Well, <laughs> yeah. Too bad I can't fucking well, read. <laughs> that was different, though. I mean, like, the scissors in and of themselves are a whole finished piece, and you mm-hmm. wouldn't want to fuck with it, because it's, it's true, but in and of itself, when this is a material. Yeah. So, so touched it. Oh, yeah. It, like, knocked him all the fuck out of whack. Oh, immediately. I know. I know. And also all it came I know from is meteor. That manipulating the manipulation of ether seems to be rather tied to your very own ether. Oh yeah. All right. So I mean, we could make things out of these the the tops of these pots, but I mean what do we know how to do that? This and I think at this point, like Herbert stops and like turns around because like this is this is important. This is like poignant. This is a, an important yeah. discovery, um, enough to distract him from the flying city diagram, mm-hmm. um, the implications of this material that has been found in its raw form. Well, in a relatively raw form, mm-hmm. um, a uh, no one that I have ever known was ever around. I guess during the creation of said scissors and. I don't think I have never come across this material. I've never crossed mention of this material. Um, I, th- I think that we could do something with it, but I think that we need to do it under very controlled uh, circumstances. You know, like, I don't... I think he rummages through his, his bag and um, pulls out... He has a, a bottle with a diamond in it. What? <laughs> Which I, I probably ought to get you to identify later. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so I have a bottle with a diamond in it. And I think that he pulls the diamond out. And if it's, it, I'm assuming it's a cut gem, right? Yes. And he tries to mar the surface of it. He tries to, like, see if he can actually cut this through completely mundane means. You uh, you take the diamond out and uh, run it along the surface of the barrel or the lid? 
uh, just the, the side of the one of these pillars just like try like presses hard without like I mean it, it's a, it's a, not going to be a large diamond but as, as best he can while holding a small diamond and you know tries yeah. to, to see if he can make draw a line in it yeah pretty quickly the diamond kind of uh, I would say almost evaporates under the pressure of you marking against it yeah it, it grinds away at the diamond yep uh now I'm one diamond poorer. Um, well, we didn't have to do that. It's not completely. Well, right. I mean, no. Now, it's a, now it's, we know it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, now that we know something more about this, um, I don't think that um, you should risk your connection to the ether trying to cut it here. Fair point. Later. Don't don't lick it. We'll have to make a Later. note. Later. <laughs> we'll have to make a note of the location and come back. But we are leaving noted. the lids. Everything is noted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then, I mean, is there anything else we want to look at in here? I know you still have things to write down. I can help you with it, too. Oh, yeah. As much as we could put this down as possible, this the implications of this is just incredible. I mean, you know? it could be directly connected to the cloud mask. I'm just thinking about, like, the featherment of, like, civilization. No, that's true. I'm, you know, just worried about the cloud mask because it is on my face still. It's rather and unsettling. It's, uh, what I've, was, got, I've honestly it's gotten un- used to it. It's honestly unsettling for me, too, because it kind of feels like someone's uh, slowly pressing on my face and I can't get it off. I mean, that I would say social pressure in and of itself is very similar to that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really aware <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> I know, you're, used, you're not used to these things yet. I huh, social that, pressure is just like a mask on the face. Yeah. Interesting. I'm experiencing social pressure. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're physically <laughs> suffocating. Oh. Which is similar. It's, hmm. No. Great. Do you have any kind of, like, solvent? Damn, I'm looking like a fucking freak coming out of here. I got this cloak on and this mask. Yeah. Gonna melt the mask off his off his off, off, off his face. Maybe like, do we have any dispel? Like any ability to dispel magic? I mean, I have restore. Kind I have of. like stuff like that. I, I don't know. I kind of just want to keep my face right now. So, I mean, I would you say that this is restraining your face? <laughs> I don't know. DGM, do you feel that this is restraining her face at this point? Um, depending on the context of that spell i think that could work i think i know which one you're talking about yeah. I have, i'd have to hear it out kind of just want to keep it on okay. i think it could do the trick dude it's, just fucking leave it on idea. my face i'm almost out of mana anyway i might as well yeah you guys are yeah, about, about to have a long rest yeah. fair you pointed a creature of your choice within range for the duration the target cannot become restrained if the target is already restrained they are cured of that condition hmm. okay it's like manacles any any object that's restraining i summarize the spell but basically, it's like any object that's restraining you. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't think that would be the case here, but I think it's close enough to where I would offer you a will check. So if you want to try, it's not really a negative repercussion there. It's going to be DC twelve. What if he? What if we simultaneously, while he casts that, I cast restore? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, that's definitely going to help. I, I'll I'll lower the DC to eight. Okay. What if while they do this? Okay. Uh huh. I punch Spade Foot in the face. Oh! No, punch him in the gut so he goes, whoo! <laughs> I will say you do what you will. <laughs> I don't think I have anything that can help here, honestly. I think this is a, this is a you guys thing. This is a pretty low yeah. DC. 
Okay. I really uh, flew off the rails this session. I could cast a uh, river <laughs> centered on your face. Oh, that's <laughs> such a good idea. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I could cast lacerate centered on your face. That would do the trick, technically. I don't want to break the mask. I could cast shatter on the mask. What? I think. No. I mean, like, between like. Uh, I want to keep the mask. So you can put it back on. And I want to study it. it. Okay. It belongs to somebody. Gwydion's gonna... So, yeah, I think that, like, our spells in conjunction would probably... Okay. Because, I mean, like, try. Restore is... Uh, it would would normally, you know, cure either corruption or wounded. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spell mixing. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Gwydion kind of, like, really the focuses in. Puts <laughs> his hand on the mask and just says, um, I sprain the trap that is set, and he's gonna cast Restrain... And do a will check of five. So, what's your will? Plus, that's with the plus. Oh, yeah. Womp. Um, the trap is still set. You place your hand on it, and you feel a cold pressure that's bite back at you, oh. and you're unable to uh, release Spadefoot from this this mask mask no. prison. Does a uh, restore? Have any effect? Does like is he able to like catch his breath for a moment? Um, I would say he's able to catch his breath for a moment. Sure. Okay. Uh, this is stressing me out. I forgot you had that mask on this whole time. No, well, it'll probably be fine if he falls asleep in it. There's no oh, worries there. God. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just go ahead and eat one of these fucking pills? Just like three for three. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, should we try one of the pills? Did you discern the pills? Yeah, they give you a deep connection to something. To the ether. Can I can I take a look at one of the pills? Like, try and examine it and see if I can figure out what, what it's made out of? It's like the size of a fucking jawbreaker. Hmm. It, uh, it looks to be a... As an alchemist of sorts. Well, hmm. no, I'm going to say as an alchemist. I will say absolutely, um, but you would have to find out what's in the pill first to even begin to that. So you would have to break open and ruin one of them. Okay, I'm going to mm. break open and ruin a pill. Fuck. Sounds good. Um, roll wit, please. Can I aid? Of course. I would also like to aid. Okay. Okay, I do. I don't. I suck. Okay, so did you, did you aid? Yes. And yeah, that gives plus two? Yeah. Okay, so that's a 21. Yeah. 21. Oh. Can you please say again what your intent here is? To understand what these pills are made of. To get a better idea of the intended biological purpose of consuming Ooh. them. Gotcha. Somebody's fucking smart over here. I try. <laughs> this little metallic capsule, which is quite thin and is indeed metal, um, despite it be, you know, being meant to eat, is filled with a number of, like, I would say, chunks of powder, all of different various shades. When you break it open, you pretty quickly, you know, the synapses fire, pretty quickly identify these pieces of powder to be familiar minerals in the natural world of alchemy and smithing. In fact, any sort of prominent metal you can think of, or mineral rather, not metal, but mineral that you can think of um, in the science of smithing or alchemy. Metallurgy. Yeah, is included here all in equal parts. Like there's yodocyte, um, there's dialium. You have an idea that this pill is sort of a, um, it's more like a concept. It is 
meant to ground the the imbiber in walking around of Yaddle or Lavinland, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. It is like it is the earth. Um, it is like a it is like a an echo of uh, the innards of of the the land beneath your feet. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like an anchor point. Yes, very much so. This is very interesting. Hmm. You got three seconds. To tell me not to eat one. <laughs> no, don't eat, I don't. I don't. I don't think that this is something that you just like do. I'm very much that person now. I don't know. I used to drink so much. I haven't had any wine in quite a long time. I don't, hmm. Um. Thinking on my sobriety. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just uh, just out of curiosity, like, what's uh, what's the purpose of, like, having it, does it all relate to uh, the, the metal um, capsule as well? Is that part of the equation, or is it just there? Hmm. Like, why wouldn't you just, like, consume this, like, as a whole in a powdered form? Um, I think the metal capsule... Is that slow release? is uh it's very thin and it looks and it feels like like it bends under the heat of your fingertips yeah so i mean it definitely is meant to be eaten altogether yeah. well, i mean you can eat gold mm-hmm. yeah you know like I've, I've had a lot of gold schlager in my life too much <laughs> me too yeah yeah tell you what um hang on to them you might okay. find um because i know you were struggling there for a little bit to try and bind yourself to this mm, this that's a really good point this realm in general um if you Perhaps if you that wanes in some way, or that's if you a, come across someone else that has a similar problem, you might be able to help them with this. That's a great. Um, yeah, I think that this will probably also very very help someone that uh, that was very into meditating and trying to understand where they are. Perhaps I don't think you just need to eat one. I think it would be a waste if you do. I mean, we know what they Fair. do. Okay, mm. you know what they do. I don't think eating it right now would. Like no, you're I about think, to go to sleep. I think, you know I'm I saying, think you're right. Like, yeah. Don't want to waste the trip. Um, yeah. It <laughs> no, I think you're right. Trippy. I'll keep it in my pocket. While this has been going on, uh, I think Echo, like, put some gloves on. Because I'd say she has gloves in her bag. Uh, one of her hands is always gloved because mm-hmm. it's the black dog jumpsuit. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't you keep your fire hand, like, wrapped? Typically, yeah. Or she did, but I don't think she does anymore because she can control it better now. Yeah, true. Um, but either way, she's taken the she. You said they're about six feet tall, so she can reach real easy the lids. Yeah, she's taking them off, and when she gets off the one on the clear, is it just the same thing? Like it's just full of clear liquid and some chunks. Yeah. Um, looking down into it, it seems like there's far less chunks, and the chunks that are there are like um, transparent chunks of meat. It's just a dead jelly runner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, the the green one. Um, roll. <laughs> uh, just roll. Wait, roll fast. Of broccoli. <laughs> it's just broccoli. That's what the faith people are. They're just broccoli. Not How super important. Sixteen. Sixteen. Not super important. Just a small detail that I think Echo would notice with a sixteen. Oh, um, it's E. <laughs> He's dead. Hell yeah. Oh, am I right? <laughs> Rafflecopter inbound. Um, you uh, take a look in there, and there are chunks here and there of, uh, you know, like slightly green tinged meat. Um, but most notably, this one is still pretty full. It's about a quarter full. And um, there are figures inside the um, inside the liquid that 
you know, are, are slightly covered, but they've kind of bubbled up to the surface a little bit to make an outline. Um, it looks like a, a few small mangled bodies of uh, like tiny little winged fairies. Oh, pixies. Oh, that sucks. That's great. It's fly juice. Fuck. Really, uh, I, she just kind of looks at it with just kind of disdain and disgust. It just, the whole thing feels fucked up. Well. There is one more thing I'm curious about. Do would we know anything about like what I Patrick know about Galadriel's relationship with the scissors and this metal and would we know anything about that from the wish? I don't think that's relevant to the wish. Um, yeah, I didn't think so because it happened after the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think so you would know what Echo knows. I'm I'm sorry to say, I know it's okay. a frustrating answer. Nah, it's part of it. Um. Okay. If you want to be humble as fuck and mature and shit at my table, then fine. <laughs> whatever. If you want to be playing in the spirit of the game or whatever, that's fine. Oh God, we are so mature with our tiny baby hands. Yeah, I think I think she just gathers that up. And how heavy are these lids? The lids themselves weigh about ten pounds. Okay, so we probably need to split those up, not put thirty pounds in somebody's bag. Mm. 30 pounds. Each pound, each plate weighs 10 pounds? Yeah. Very dense, so it Oh, that is so much material. Yeah. I thought thought it was just going to be like thin little pot lids. I wouldn't say they're necessarily a lot of material here, Um, but they're definitely not. You don't have to. In and of itself, like it's a very heavy material. Yes. Very dense. Titanium. It's neither thin nor thick. There's a good amount of material here. It's not an abundance, but they are very thick for. I mean, this this shit's weird. Like there's. It carries weight and yet no weight. So yeah, I guess we we gotta split that up between us. Spade foot one, take one. Yeah, yeah, I could carry one. Are you guys done here? Yeah, I think so. If think. there's nothing else in here, I think we're done. <clears throat> I think uh, I think we wrap right. it up by just working together to write down some more shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. And you've got um one more the uh, helmet. See me taking the gnome's helmet. I'll take it. Can okay. We, can we take a look at it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not magical for sure. It's just a, a it's a badass helmet. It's a weird-looking helmet, for sure. Oh, yeah. About how tall is it, like, in feet? About a gnome. It's a foot and a half. Foot and a half tall. Christ. You got it. Hideous. Yeah. um, Why did you make that? I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I could even say, if you guys would like to, to go upstairs and... And in this with a long rest with your your group. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you know, finish writing this out. And we all agree on the way up that we are going to not tell them up here what we found. Oh, yeah. But we are going to tell them that we found a ghost and killed it. Yes, we're going to lie. Yeah, we're going to make up a really cool story. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You uh, relay the news to Ezek as you uh, are brought out of the hole um, to a a, a comfortable and homely site. The the fire is roaring. Um, the, The drapes have been drawn back and... Most of these good-hearted folk that have come along with you on this arduous journey have fallen into a, a blissful rest. Um, only Ezek now, with a small cup of steaming tea, um, ushers you into the comfortable darkness here as you take your first and possibly your last long rest. Well, we'll see you guys next time. What fucking blood did I eat? <laughs> <laughs>